it's Rachel Pontillo and I want to welcome you to today's episode of the Rachel Pontillo Show. My guest today is Kylie Boyd who is the author of the book Living Life in Color and we are going to talk today about how color affects us in various areas of our health, our skincare, and our lives. Kylie Boyd has a dual diploma in holistic counseling and complementary therapies, and this includes color therapy, crystal healing, feng shui, EFT, guided meditation, and numerology. She's also a 12-tone sci art color analyst, and her passion is to help women highlight their natural beauty and create a life and home that's true to who they really are. So I'm so happy to introduce to you Kylie Boyd. Hi, Kylie. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's lovely to see you. Lovely to see you too. We've actually been connected for quite some time now and we first connected over color. So this is something that you and I are both interested in because this is something that I've written about in the past and um, I've, I've had my colors done. But, yeah. but this is something that you've really chosen to make your life's work. And obviously you've written a book about it, Living Life in color, which um, <laughs> we're going to talk about it because this is not just a book about color analysis. And I want everybody who is watching and listening to understand that this is way more than just that. And we'll get to that. But I would love to know what brought you into color? How did you get here? It was actually a really interesting journey. And it started with a red lipstick, would you believe? Um, I initially, I actually, um, I had a really painful injury that I, um, that I was getting over and I had to leave my job and I was really um, very, very stuck. I didn't know what I was going to do next and I, I really just, I didn't know what direction to go in. And I started a, a workbook by Julia Cameron called The Artist's Way. I don't mm, know whether you've ever... I love it. Yeah, it's amazing. And one of the activities is actually to wear a red lipstick for a week. Um, and at the start of the week, I was absolutely... I mean, I had beige lipstick, you know, so wearing red lipstick was just completely out there for me. And I really, you know, first of all, I had to go out and buy a red lipstick. And at the start of the week, I really felt so self-conscious. I felt like people were looking at me all the time and, you know, really it was just me. And, um, but by the end of the week, something really, really interesting happened. And I started to look at everything really, really differently. So I started to look at my wardrobe differently I started to look at the makeup that I had and even my home differently and everything that I was doing it just I, I remember saying to my friends when did everything become so beige you know yes. it just felt like just one red lipstick had kind of triggered this whole sort of thing of oh my gosh I've really been just living this kind of bland sort of little existence you know <laughs> from my wardrobe to my walls everything and um and so I sort of started thinking you know I really want to put more color into things and so a friend of mine said to me why don't you go and have a personal color analysis and you know because I didn't, didn't even know what colors to wear I mean I had black I had navy I had gray in my wardrobe I just didn't have any color yeah like the default and, colors <laughs> <laughs> the, default, the default color. So I, I didn't even know what suited me anymore because I'd just kind of gone into that. And in Melbourne, we're very much like that anyway. Everyone wears black. It's very much, it's almost like New York is like, yeah, I don't I know. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, I'm in Philadelphia now, but I mean, whenever I go to New York, I look around and 
black, black, black everywhere. You might see yeah. a be- you might see a beige. You might see a beige or a gray, but you're not seeing a heck of a lot of color unless you're in Times Square and somebody's wearing a costume. exactly exactly and that's what it's like in Melbourne as well so I'd sort of fallen into that kind of habit so I went along and I had a personal color analysis and the great thing about that was it actually started me looking at okay well I know I can wear that color and I felt comfortable then that those colors were right for me Um, and then I started looking around at my home as well and just introducing more color and and then as I was going shopping what I found though was that I was really all of a sudden starting to go towards, okay, I'd buy a bunch of purple at one time or I'd buy a bunch of green at one time. And then I started studying um, holistic counselling and complementary therapies and colour therapy is actually part of that. And what I realised as I started studying colour therapy was that um, the colours that I'd been attracted to, so when I was buying all of that purple, I was doing a lot of spiritual development. When I was buying all the green, I was doing a lot of learning and growing and that sort of thing. So the colours that I was actually buying and attracted to at that time were actually helping with the different activities that I was doing. So I decided to try out using a colour that um, might actually motivate me to do some exercise because I was never a big fan of exercise. So I thought, what if I could use one of the colours to really motivate me and get me moving? Because it's, you know, everyone's got something in their life, you know, they either want to be more creative or they want um, to take a little bit more time for themselves. And I thought, okay, so let's try connecting to a colour and seeing whether or not that actually works in that way. So I chose red, and as it happens, red is actually my least favorite color. Interesting. Yeah, and so it's no wonder that I didn't really like exercising, and that's a color that's actually linked to red. So I included that in my life. I had nail polish, I had lipstick, I had flowers around the house, I had candles, I had, you know, scarves, I whatever. I just had red for the week, and I thought I'm just going to try this for a week. And honestly, I couldn't believe it. I had so much energy. It was ridiculous. Every single day I was exercising. I was, but not just, not just exercising. I was, for the rest of the day, I was running around where I would normally sit down and have a cuppa or something like that. I was still moving around. What's next? What's next? I had so much energy. It was crazy. And my friends would, were saying to me, what are you on? And I'm like, I'm on red. I'm on red. I love it. (laughs) You know? And, um, and so when I started seeing clients with colour and I started sort of introducing different colours into their life to help them where they were stuck because, you know, so many people have that little area in their life that they're actually stuck, you know. And as I say, for me it was, for me it was exercise. For some people it's creativity or their diets or their relationships or their skin or confidence or, you know, spirituality and so by using colour, it's actually, you know, so many people don't have a lot of time, but it's a really, really quick tool to help you get to that next level while you're doing the activities as well. I mean, you've obviously got to then make the right. effort and, and tap into that. Um, so that's really that's really how it, it came about. That's really fascinating. So I, I absolutely love that. And I once once I read that, from you, I, I'm like, okay, where can I add more red into my environment as well? Because I, like you, I was never 
the biggest fan of red to wear. I mean, mm -hmm. I have a couple of red things um, and I do, I have found a couple of shades of red lipstick that do work with my, with my coloring, but, mm -hmm. and I, and I, it's not what I'm first drawn to, but no. I absolutely noticed as well that if I need a pick me up, if I need a quick pick me up energy yeah. wise, it definitely mm -hmm. is, is very motivating, which, it really... um, which is interesting because so many people associate with red with negative things like anger, but mm -hmm. but that's not necessarily how it is. Yeah, and I mean it can be, and for people that do have anger issues, it definitely it's a contraindication for the color. So certain colors do have contraindications. If you've got high blood pressure, if you've got heart problems, then you know red is not what you want. You don't need that overstimulation, you know. Um, but but for people that really need that extra pick me up, it's it's fantastic, even though it might not be necessarily something that you're drawn to. But as you probably found, you can put little bits and pieces around your house or, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be the big thing. I mean, I was really trying it as a, you know, putting it everywhere to really just try and get me You motivated. were doing full immersion into the red. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. So, all right, let's, let's talk more about the book. So you've written about eight different colors in your book. Mm -hmm. And, um, what, what can you say about that? Because I want, I want everybody to know this is, it's actually an eight week program. It's an eight week playbook that is intended to help you improve every aspect of your life using color. So each yeah. of these colors has different has different associations. So I know yellow in particular, you know, you linked with the solar plexus chakra and mm -hmm. then um, self-esteem comes from that as well. And yeah. also if we're talking about something physical like the skin or digestion, which we know are very linked to each other, mm -hmm. that's something also that, is that something that yellow can work with as well? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, in you can use light therapy, as you know, in yes. skincare is used, and that that is that is used to um, to heal the skin. So you know, and different colors in general can be used to to heal the skin. So we know red. You know, you use your light stim to help stimulate collagen, and and um, blue is used in in little babies that have got jaundice. Mm -hmm. You know, so, um, but as far as the book goes, I really wanted to go through um, eight different colors. And I started it with pink because uh, I, I don't know whether you've ever had a Reiki healing before, yes, but I'm uh, a Reiki practitioner. Oh, you're a Reiki mm -hmm. practitioner as well. Yeah. So um, I always start with the heart chakra yes. as, as um, my first sort of point when I'm contact point when I'm doing Reiki and pink is actually the secondary color of the heart chakra. And you know, pink is just such a powerful color um, for, and, and particularly I find for women, a lot of women don't take a lot of time for themselves. And pink is just an amazing color for that because it's all about self-love and nurturing. And, um, and so it's really, really important to connect in with that. So I started with that and then I went through all of the other chakras. So red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. I love it. And yeah, and each of the weeks, um, so I sort of encourage people to use, say if we're talking about Pink Week, it's about, you know, using um, some pink items around your house. You might get some 
roses, some, you know, some rose quartz. You know, there are different crystal um, suggestions as well. There's a list at the start of each week as to ways you can actually include it. So it can be in your makeup if you want to. It can be in your clothing. Um, but then there's actually a really small activity every single day to help connect you with the colour. Um, probably one day a week there's a slightly bigger activity. I know people are under a time crunch, so that's, that's really been where I really tried to keep it kind of small. Yes. But keep being able to connect with the colour and, and do an, an activity that's related to it really quickly. And that's, that's something I really liked about this book is that you do offer several different options for exercises that be, people can do, whether it's a little journaling prompt or an affirmation that they can repeat. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that that makes it really user-friendly for busy people and mm -hmm. not something that they have to overthink or feel like, oh my God, I don't have time to sit and write this long journal entry. You, you have really made it for the busy person, which is just yeah. about all of us these days. Everybody. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that that's, that's really great. And um, I love how I, I, well, I'm being reminded when, when, I, when I think about how you've connected colors to certain emotions and certain um, lifestyle practices or lifestyle issues that people sometimes struggle with, I really am reminded about how flowers are used in healing and also gemstones in that mm -hmm. there are certain physical benefits, but there are also emotional and spiritual benefits. So it really is, it's a, it's a holistic healing modality all in itself that people wouldn't even think of, which no. I, I think is so powerful. Yeah. I mean, some people think, you know, it, it's just about color. Well, color's the prompt. Right. But then the rest of the, the activities really do go through the full, the full um, scale of, of, um, you know, what I would do in a holistic counselling therapy session, you know, or with complementary therapies, it uses all of those. So, yeah. um, but in a really, really quick way for yeah. people just to be able to grab and touch on. And I think that it's something that at the end of the program, I've been hearing, you know, people saying, you know, oh, you know, I really realise that I need to do more of that. So they're picking and choosing at the end of it. That's what I know I need to use. And yeah. so then they can custom it. And and um, I was talking to someone the other day and she said, you know, I never choose anything out of my wardrobe until the next morning because I really, I, I want to be actually drawn to the colour because it, it's about the mood for the day. Yes, and that's in that really, moment, yeah. That, that, that's when they're choosing it. So that's something that um, I think is a really important takeaway from it as well is once you've done the activities, you'll remember what the colours are all there for mm -hmm. and use it for the rest of your life and it's not just um it, it affects how you feel but it also affects you know I've got in there the, the clothing impression colors that are given as well mm -hmm. so um when someone actually sees you I mean color is the very very first thing that people see about it absolutely and it's it's amazing how it can set the tone for a relationship one way versus Another way, and you know, they always say for, you only get one first impression. So mm -hmm. if you are going to be meeting somebody for the first time or if you have an important interview or an important get-together where you want to make a good impression, it's not so much about the items of clothing that you're choosing to wear, but the color itself, even if nothing else in the outfit is working, if the color is right and it's presenting you in a certain way that people will perceive you how you want to be perceived in that moment. That is, that is so much 
that's so much right there that people can use that they, again, wouldn't have even necessarily thought of. No, exactly. So, and, and that's what I love about it. And I think you can use color in so many different ways. You know, you can, you can use it to create a great first impression or you can use it to, you know, affect how you feel about yeah. yourself as well, which is really important. So now we got to talk about this. So in our emails back and forth, when we were planning this episode, you asked me for my most favorite and my least favorite colors. Yes. And I gave you like a laundry list and you're like, can you cut <laughs> it down? I'm like, cause I, I just love colors, but yeah. it was really easy for me to think about my least favorite colors mm -hmm. because said, I said sorry. pink. Yes. And part of it is because, well, I think there's a lot there because think about it. I mean, most girls are kind of forced into pink when they're very little, and that's changing now. I know with my kids, I tried to give them a little bit more neutrality when they were babies so that they weren't just constantly like, oh, you're a girl, you must wear pink. Yeah. Um, so I think like the, the rebel in me is like, I'm not going to like pink. Um, <sighs> but also because of my coloring, there's not too many pinks that actually do work well for me if I have a lot of the pinks that are your conventional pink, like your baby powder pink or your bubblegum pink, I just look like a hot mess in those. It just does not work yeah. for me. So I think between the, I don't want to wear pink just because I'm a girl and well, it doesn't really look good on me anyway. Mm -hmm. I got just in this whole, I hate pink stage. But yeah. then when you're like, Ooh, that's a self love thing. I'm like, yeah. crap. She got me. <laughs> You got me because it's it's amazing because self-love is something that, I mean, anybody who's watching and listening, you know, I talk about this all the time Yeah, and I teach about it and I've written books about it, but mm -hmm. it's something that we just have to constantly keep reminding ourselves and working on for ourselves. And me, I'm a perfectionist. I am a very tough self-critic. Mm -hmm. And when you were like, when you said that, I'm like, Ooh, all right, sorry. I'm like, I'm not going to wear pink because yeah. I don't have two. I have maybe one or two pink things that actually work well for me. And um, I'm not just going to wear those every day. But yeah. I love rose quartz. Uh, and rose I did quartz. see that, yeah. So I have rose quartz in every room of my house. I even sleep with some under my pillow. And it's been helping just holding it and holding it to my heart. It really does. It really does help. I, I, I believe very strongly in the healing powers of stones. So if I can mm -hmm. associate a color with a stone, that for me is a very healing practice. But, yes. um, but yeah, you got me with that one. <laughs> well, and I think rose quartz is such a beautiful um, one. And I, look, it, it's interesting because, you know, girls are and uh, when we were younger, you know, we grew up with pink being the the colour for girls and everything. Yeah. Um, and But a lot of women that come in and see me really don't like pink. And it really is um, a case of, of really taking time out to show yourself a little bit of self-love. And you were talking about it being a very pale pink as well that you didn't like. And that's one of the most nurturing pinks that you can get as well. So, um, you know, a lot of people are putting so much energy into their children. Yeah. They're putting so much energy into their partners, their um, their parents if they're getting older or, uh, you know, their jobs, their friends, everything else, and they're really not taking that time for themselves. 
And pink really is representative of that. And so just being able to include a little bit of that in your life and the activities that represent pink, which are, you know, really quick activities, as you probably saw, um, it makes such a difference. And look, I love rose quartz and I think with crystals as well, you can always get the little tumble stones. Yeah. And I'm always sticking them in my bra or whatever. I know, I do that too. (laughs) I have them in my bra, I have them in my purse, I have it under my pillow. Yeah, exactly. And you can. So even if you don't necessarily love a color to have it, you know, on you that, you know, obviously doesn't go, you're a dark autumn, it doesn't go with your um, color palette really. I think you've got more of a peachy kind of color in there somewhere, but it's not really a pink pink. It's more of a coral Uh, almost that works for me. Yeah, it's not quite. Um, But yeah, you can use that in in a crystal. So there are crystal suggestions every week. Mm-hmm. The, the news and I you know and they've got the descriptions on them and it sort of just says you know you can just take this one for the week and then you end up at the end of it you've got a little pile of crystals that you can just pick and choose from as well which is nice so it's always yeah. nice the more crystals the better that's my policy yeah I love them <laughs> positive on a positive note um we had a look at what your favorite color was and it's yes when we narrowed it down, once we'd narrowed it down, it was more of a turquoise. Yeah, like a turquoise kind of, um, actually, you can't really see it. I'm wearing it under this sweater. Okay. Yeah, but um, I've always been drawn to that. Even every, every, every incarnation of my website has had some form of turquoise in it, whether it was a softer one or a brighter one, and now... Now my uh, the new rachelpontillo.com site, which just came out last fall, has a nice gradation of it. So it's definitely a color that I've been consistently drawn to over the years. Yeah, well, and it's interesting when um, when when I got that from you, and I was thinking, you know, it's a really great color for public speaking, which I know you do a lot of public speaking. Yes. Um, it's a really great color for creative solutions to problems and. You know, I mean, your whole business is around what I do. creative solutions to skincare problems. Yeah. You know, I mean, so that that's pretty spot on. And also, you'd be a pretty good person under under fire as well. Like a lot of people would come to you in a crisis, and you'd be pretty calm under under pressure. Whereas someone that liked perhaps straight blue might be a little bit more sensitive to that kind of energy. So Interesting. yeah, that's so fascinating. So it, it's pretty spot on to think that, you know, the, the and I, that's one of the first questions that I ask in the book is, you know, what's your favorite color? What's your least favorite color? And where are you at your, in your life right now? And it's amazing as people start to go through the book, I've noticed that, you know, they've said to me, yeah, I really don't like blue and I really, I don't like alone time. I don't like just having that peaceful downtime I'm more of a red person I'm more of a get up and do things but really it's important to have that life balance absolutely well I think it's great that what you've done not just in the book but also in your practice I think it's such a unique way to help people connect with different aspects of themselves and improve their lives and it's something that is completely safe that anybody can do and it, it, it can only do good, which I think yeah. is, is just, it's just beautiful. So thank you for the work that you do. 
And um, so your book, Living Life in Color, this is available on Amazon. Where else can our viewers find this? So they can go through my website if they okay. want. So it's www.livinglifeincolor.com.au. It's color with a U. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> not the American it. spelling. The, not the, the American one. I always say it's the pretty spelling. I, I love the added U to color and glamour. I, I love it. I wish we would do it here. <laughs> okay. Well, you could petition it maybe or I something. I think so. I'll call but, my uh, congressman. And yeah. you. I bet that's so, a, I bet that's a request they haven't heard much of lately. <laughs> could you put the U in color? I would make there my life go. so much easier. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I've actually created a little booklet on my website as well, uh, which which people can actually go into, and it's just a little five step step strategy, and with some little steps to start to add color into your life. So, and it's about creating creating quick an easy change. So it's just a really quick way for them to, to just start getting going on color if they're interested in that. Well, I'm going to download that myself. That sounds fantastic. So thank you again for being here. I am so excited to share your book with our audience. I hope everybody goes out and gets a copy. It really is a very unique and um, I consider it a very happy read. It, it'll it's make, it'll make you feel good. Yeah, it's fun yeah. and it'll make you feel good. And who doesn't need a book like that in their lives, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so thank you again. It was great to be with you. Thank you very much for having me. Lovely to chat. Thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you again to Kylie Boyd for all of this amazing information about color. Wasn't that fun? I hope you guys enjoyed that because I really always enjoy talking about color. And Kylie's book, Living Life in Color, really is fantastic. I'm gonna put a link for you to check this out yourself in the show notes. And to learn more from Kylie, you can absolutely go to her website, livinglifeincolor, that's C-O-L-O-U-R.com.au to read her blog and find out more about how to get in touch with her. And of course, you can check out more about the book there. Thanks again for watching. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please give it a like, subscribe to my iTunes and YouTube channels, and of course, share it with your friends. And of course, come on over to the blog at rachelpontillo.com and leave me a comment. Let me know what you thought. I'll be back again soon with another episode. Until then, I wish you a beautiful day. Thank you.